Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. We invite you to call in live to be included in the show. You can call in at 347-215-8305 or go into our chat room at any time throughout the entire show. That's right. And today we are discussing the art of love and Spoken word, of course. We also have a very special guest we will be bringing on the show a little bit later as well. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy as we dig deeper in this beautiful art. You know, here's some talking points about spoken word. We want to tell you a little bit about it. You know, I know you guys are not children, so you're probably like, why are they reading us definitions and stuff? But I really wanted to tell you where um, spoken word comes from and, you know, what are they saying that it means. And it is a form of literary art or artistic performance in which lyrics, poetry, or stories are spoken rather than sung. The category of spoken word that is often done with a musical background is performance poetry. As a category, the term spoken word covers any type of spoken performance, even the reading of children's stories or the recording of a comics routine. One of the most popular sorts of spoken word performances is performance poetry where a poet reads poems specifically written to be performed out loud. These use theatrical elements with or without music. Poetry readings, another form of spoken word poetry events, is the more traditional form that presents poet reading poems written for print publication or already published in books. Another kind that has gained popularity in recent years is political and social commentary done in such a way that it is, while still coarse, somewhat more artistic than a typical speech. You know what I'm saying, baby? Yes, that is that is what is happening. Now, when you say, how did spoken word come about? Obviously, there is a history to that, too. And we will say spoken word did not evolve until the late 1980s or early 1990s with the emergence of poetry slams, where spoken word artists would square off in a cabaret-style duels. These type of competitive slam poetry events have popular were popular in India for centuries before now in the United States. The competition of slam poetry probably arose, obviously, from rap music and rapper competitions. The common element is protest and a critical or corrective tone. Now, there's a cafe in New York, and I know I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Nairoshin Poets Cafe in New York City is one of the most earliest venues where poets uh, could go and protest the ills of society. Deaf Poets on HBO became the most visible venue for slam-type protest poets, but the poets did not necessarily compete against each other, each of... Um, for the audience's approval. Now, hip-hop is commonly known as the the most and the highest form of spoken word, and it is really taken over, and we see battles, and we see all types of different um, styles of hip-hop, but hip-hop took spoken word and just took it really to another level because, obviously, you add, like my wife said, the theatrical element of music and videos and different things, and then all of a sudden you add battle raps and different styles like that, and it just became something that is truly truly beautiful but now when you take it to you know kind of that collegiate art style it is really really taken off into new places in the world oh most definitely and the call lines are lit up you guys jump right on in on the conversation whenever you're ready or you could just sit back and hear us 
try to attempt to talk a little bit about spoken word. We also, you know, have you ever, like, um, you know, watched Deaf Poetry Jam late at night? Um, who's, the, who's the guys that host that? Uh, most Deaf was, uh, was the most recent, I believe, that, that hosted uh, Poetry Jam, one of my favorite uh, rappers, no question about it. But uh, there's been so many different people that have hosted uh, Deaf Poetry Jam. But if you can get that HBO, they sell it in CD box sets. You can watch it. I mean, some of the hottest, hottest young lyricists out there and not just young I would say they have older people they have everybody under the sun that comes and speak their mind and just just really attacks the ills of society and it's beautiful Oh, most definitely. And again, we could go on and on and on, you guys, about spoken word. But mainly, we just wanted to give you a little background about it. Because we know it's a lot of listeners that probably don't know what spoken word is or haven't heard about it before. Some places that you can go to um, check out more spoken word. And again, jump right in on the conversation whenever you want. That's what this show is all about. And that's why we chose Blog Talk. Because you can talk live with your host, Doug and Jackie. We're right here on Infinite Love Talk Radio, in case we didn't say it. And we're going to be saying it throughout the show. But you can go if you want to get more information on spoken word you can go to google.com and you can just type in the search box spoken word and you will pull up a slew of great places you can go to youtube.com amazon.com myspace.com and many others just email us at our myspace if you guys want even more information and you know we, we're going to talk a little bit more about it but i just mainly want to get those websites in for you guys because i know people are like okay how do you even begin do you need to go get a poetry book can you go to the library usually you can't go to the library and ask for a book on spoken word i've tried it so i'm telling you guys you got you have to get it online but everything is there and me and my eight-year-old um his dad was working out doing what he does because you guys already know he got to keep healthy so he was working out and we were on the computer doing some research so that I could get you guys the proper email addresses and websites to go to, and we happened to go to YouTube.com and put in spoken word, and the best videos came out. I have a surprise for my husband as well. They got some Bob Marley pieces on there that I don't think we've ever seen before. It's unseen footage, and he's actually on there speaking and talking, and he does a little piece on spoken word. It's amazing because you never really get to see somebody like Bob Marley, and if you're an avid fan like we are of him and him just talking in general, he was talking about how music is and how the masters of music are the ones that created um, reggae and how um, Rastafarian people created it and it's their music, but it's for the world to enjoy and everybody to do it. It is a it is fantastic, and it's something that we definitely um, encourage all of you guys to go go to YouTube and um, type in spoken word. You might even be able to type in Bob Marley's spoken word and, and get to it that way as well. But, um, you know, it's really, really cool. we got a great guest coming on. Um, it is his first time on here, so I want everybody to make sure that you open your hearts and minds when we do receive him on the show a little later on. And we're just going to keep on talking about spoken word. And, and I think right now we got a little special surprise for you that my husband's going to share with you guys a little, you know, teaser to get you guys ready um, for the show and for some of the stuff that we're going to be doing. You, you want to do that for him, honey? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, Fantastic. Well, you you know, spoken word, uh, obviously, guys, it comes from your heart. And sometimes those times when you're sitting down and all of a sudden something rhymes in your head and you start laughing to yourself, that's it. That's the spoken word. Right. That's all it is. So as I was sitting here, I said to myself, my wife said, honey, are you going to give us something? And I was like, no, I'm not going to give something. But I said, I wish I had a word, spoken that is, but to not would be well observed. So much to see with the heart. So let's begin with ego, which I hear talking, but we've never met. I see you in the mirror 
Oh my, as I sighed, you're never satisfied. He lied, she lied. Ego, go hide. Let me out, trapped in these clothes, mad with my nose, scared. I won't get chose. Trying to live up to this name, Sue, Dave, Betty, so petty. When I was born, I wasn't torn. Just hollered when things didn't feel right. Now, no more feeling, only judging with sight. What a plight. Ego, I like you, but I don't. I want you to leave, but you won't. Shall we be friends to the bittersweet end? I think so. Both good and bad, love and hate, yin and yang. Thank you, ego, for showing me me. Me. And it's not you. Respect. Oh, honey, that was hot. That was exciting. I love it. And as you guys see, you know we do a lot of spoken word here on Infinite Love Talk Radio. We come to you live every Saturday at 5 o'clock, and I really appreciate you guys' strong following. I'm glad y'all been hanging with us for two years now. We're having a great time. I hear the music playing. I see the call lines lit up. I know we got our guest. You know, he's right there. He's chilling. I see you. We're getting ready to bring you on here pretty quickly. We've been talking a little bit about the definition of spoken word and also where it comes comes from we shared a little bit about um you know the the meaning of it in the in the art itself and how much we love it and we know that it's a love and it's like my husband said it's catching on all over the world you'll find us any given night at two o'clock in the morning searching the channels surfing the the, the um, cable channels looking for Deaf Poetry Jam, anything Russell Simmons, even Deaf Comedy Jam, because sometimes they get somebody on there to do a spoken word piece, and it's just amazing. If you guys go to our website, which is, you know, the Blog Talk Radio Show that you're at right now, go on the main page of our website and check out the videos that I put up there for your listening and watching enjoyment. Um, there's some cool artists on there doing some smoke, spoken word pieces that's just going to blow your mind. They're fantastic and fabulous, um, and we with no further ado, I guess it's about that time that we go right on ahead and we bring on our very special guest. But we're going to give you a little bit of information on him first. Always, always that. Well, our guest is Joseph Keller, and Joseph was born in Berkeley, California, raised in Oakland and Sacramento, California, and he lived for a brief time back on the East Coast, that is, in Maryland. He has two sisters and two brothers, and some of his loves are music, basketball and of course why he's here spoken word and poetry joseph well can i call you joe uh are you there joe yeah i'm here how you doing today man <laughs> yeah i'm all right y'all how, how y'all doing Oh, we're doing fantastic, man. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, uh, you the first time on Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are so, so very pleased to have you. Uh, how is it? Uh, are you in Sacramento? How is it in Sactown? Uh, it's it's kind of hot right now. <laughs> uh, it's kind of hot right now. <laughs> it's so it's so hot. I had to get I had to I had to um, get, get on down to the um, swimming trunks. There you go. No question about it. Well, let's uh, let, let's begin, Joseph, with sharing uh, a listeners uh, a little more about your art and your spoken word, because we know that uh, th- that you write poetry, the, the spoken word art that you have. Um, how did you, first of all, get involved in writing? And, and how? Or let me say this first and foremost: How do you write a spoken word? Uh, I write spoken word, um, and it comes from my mind, but my mind is influenced by the feelings I get and emotions from my heart. But 
it also comes from my my ideas and my theories on what love should be like, what it should feel like, and, you know, things I get just by being inspired by a, a beautiful smile or just a beautiful woman or, you know, my my idea of what my other half should be like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that that's beautiful. So so a lot of your spoken words are about love and and those type of deep feelings like that. Yeah, and pain and pain too. You know, because I try to be um, well rounded when it comes to spoken words. So I talk about um, the streets, the streets and stuff like that, and uh, you know situations of uh, betrayal and you know different subjects. No, no question about it. That I, I think I was saying earlier, and I think you're on the line. The spoken word truly, truly comes from your heart, and a lot of the times it is your background. It's it's your uh, the circumstances that you're around. It's different things, and all of a sudden, I was saying like you know you have those moments where all of a sudden something will rhyme to you, and you might laugh to yourself. I was telling the listeners maybe who haven't heard about spoken word or even wrote in a spoken word that those are the times that that's it. That that's it. It might only be one line, but but you yeah. got it. Do, do you write yeah. them down when they come to you like that? Oh uh, yeah, on the spot. I keep my I keep my notepad and my pen with me <laughs> everywhere I go. Like I went to I went to church today. After I got out of church, I I was feeling I was feeling it, and I I have finished the poem that I started, and and then I started another one, and the, how it was coming off my tongue. It was it was like caramel because it was. <laughs> that is beautiful, man. A, a lot of the times, something like that, like the word, obviously the word, wow. that that can really inspire you because things uh, sometimes they seem like they crystallize and they become clear, and all of a sudden, then you can add your rhyme to it or or however you're feeling. But uh, the listeners out there, Joe is going to give us some of that no, hot not heat. Not not yet, yet. <laughs> not yet. I'm just saying because I know they're going. Well, well, can he spit one? Not yet, Joe. Don't do it to us yet. Don't do it to us yet. I got I got a couple. I got a couple for you. No question. Fantastic, Joe. Can you tell us a little bit more about your dream of playing professional basketball in the NBA? Uh, yeah, man, I, I've been having that dream ever since I first seen uh, the documentary of Hoop Dreams and just mm-hmm. watching Jordan play coming up and watching old takes of Earl of Pearl and, you know, being a Kings fan for the longest since, like, Spud Webb and Olin Polynesian. Wow, <laughs> wow. That's Wayman Tisdale, rest in peace, Wayman Tisdale, and, you know, this, you know. I go way back with it. Yeah, you know, Randy well, I Brown. Was, I, I, remember when, uh, <laughs> I remember when Randy Brown had the uh, the little jag with his name on it, and he was shopping <laughs> at Target. <laughs> he's laughing. He's laughing right yeah. now. Lay the phone down because you know you're hitting home when you talk about basketball. But I was lucky enough to be in Sacktown a couple weeks ago when you and Doug trained, and just hearing the response from him and hearing the response from the you know our representatives and stuff that was there about how good you were, I, I really want the listeners to understand that you're not just talented in spoken word and poetry and just your conversation in general. You have a lot to share, and we're going to talk a lot about, you know, your experiences and some good things that I think you want to share with the with the listeners. But basketball is something that I, I think that you guys can have a few minutes to kind of share. Honey, you want to tell them what you thought? Oh, no no question. I, I, I truly believe that basketball, first and foremost, is, is about passion, is about playing, and anything in life truly is about playing or, or living or really doing it with your heart. And that's what I saw with Joe, baby, is I, I saw somebody who truly enjoyed and put the passion in it. And when you see that, it is, it's a beautiful thing to behold because you don't always get that and you don't
don't always get it at any level, not just the NBA, college, uh, kids, all that stuff. Some people just play it because their parents force them or whatever it is. But when you play it and you play it with passion in your heart, Joe, that just in and of itself gives, gave me the respect and, and truly appreciated what you're doing. I just wanted to say that to you because it, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing when you can witness something like that. And I want yeah, to say I, I appreciate the hair, Joe. The hair. Oh, uh, yeah. The hair. <laughs> um, I, I, I feel like, you know, every time I come on with my hair, it's kind of like Earl the Pearl. Like back in the days, right, uh, I think it was uh, intimidation factor. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Plus it's natural, and it, and, it, and, it, and it reminds me of times of back then when it was struggle and stuff and we pushed through the struggle. And that and I, and I was one of the things we was recognized with the Afro. And, you know, I had the old school pick that been in the family for, like, more than 30 years. My mom was well, with the fist. Well, well, with it, yeah. With the fist, yo, dude. I had the, yeah, I had the cake cutter. <laughs> cake cutter, old school cake cutter. Now, you were, you, you were born in Berkeley, so were you kind of a flower child a little bit? Um, um... Somewhat, because okay. my, so my grandmother is from Panther? Berkeley. And my parents are from East Oakland. Okay. My, yeah, my my grandfather was on uh, the port. He was he was docked at the port because he was in the navy in the fifties. Oh. And he came. He's from he's from Watts. And he met my grandmother there at a club because he had a doo wop group out of the navy <laughs> oh, class. Yes. And they called him the classics. And uh, he was doo wopping with his gumby haircut. You know, looking swift, <laughs> hitting notes, and uh, Grandma. I guess they caught eyes, and they've been together ever since. They've been married since. Uh, they just had their fiftieth anniversary. Oh, bless. No, that's hot, right there. And when you didn't see him, honey, you was in the gym talking to all the other players, and he said, oh, "I can dance a little bit." And he started getting. He was doing all kind of stuff in one. It was off the hook, so he can dance. Oh, uh, Joe, you can you can you can shake a leg. He did. Oh uh, yeah, I do everything, man. And, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you shake a dirty leg, or you just shake a leg. Uh, you can, uh, you can have Ron Artest because he's seen me before. Okay, okay. <laughs> and and you know who gets jealous of me? Uh, every time I uh, uh step in this club and I got my uh, my I got my grown man shoes on. Um, um Chris, Chris Weber. He's talking about, uh, man, we're gonna have to have a competition. I'm still waiting on him to uh. To, uh, come on up on that um, on that battle. Oh yeah, I, I got especially with them, especially with them size 18 Stacey Adams Evie wearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Web Web can shake a leg. Yeah. Well, just you know, dress shoes. He's doing it. He, he's he's out there like really. Yeah, he grown, grown, getting his grown man on. I like yeah, that. Show. Yeah, I was. I've, I've been. You know, I've been loving basketball for a minute, and and I just started. You know. Saying that okay, I should just utilize because I be bringing a lot of people in just by doing a two step. You know what I mean? That's right. Well, my, my two step is like a forty step, so I start networking and start becoming friends with all kinds of people that's already in the league and, and people that are around that play basketball. And I I keep people on my phone and, and make sure we keep a good rapport and stuff because like I, I've been trying to get in camps and trying to uh, you know stay in shape and every day just staying away from sugars and drinking my water and Gatorade. I'm just trying to do it. Like, you know, everybody yeah. thinks I'm, I'm 20, but I'm 26, you know what I'm saying, because the way I move and the way I look and stuff, because I take care of myself, though. That, I don't do any, any – I'll be on the club. I don't do any drinking at all. I don't do any smoking, and I stay away from things like that because I, I feel like 
if I do basketball, this is my job. So I got to take a job seriously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you if you working for a, if you a CEO, you can't be at the job all high and you know drinking and stuff. And you know I don't think you're gonna do your job right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's the same with basketball. So I feel like you gotta you gotta utilize your body and and use it as your temple. Like like it says, you know your body is your temple. So whatever you put in, you know you should expect to get some results out. You know. Yeah, and when you say that, it kind of touches home, Joe, because I'm a I'm an avid candy eater, and I'm trying to get off of it, <laughs> but it's hard. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, uh, you know, I slipped up uh, about ten minutes ago. I ate SpongeBob SquarePants uh, fruit snacks. <laughs> oh my son, <laughs> my son, you lucky he ain't in here right now, Joe. He just walked out of the room, and I tell you what, thing he would have he would have loved to hear that because he's a SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, he loves some SpongeBob, man. And uh, yeah, snacks, yeah. I know the ones you're talking about. They all different colors yeah. too. Yeah, he I'll made me one. one. Uh, that I, yeah, I, yeah, I was really fond of them little yellow and uh, blue ones. We got a really important question for you, Joe. Let's talk about the time you spent incarcerated. I think that that's a huge story from somebody with such a good spirit as you have. Would you share with our listeners kind of your experience and what happened? Uh, yeah, like when I was younger, you know, coming up was pretty hard um, when we were coming up. Uh, hello? Yep, we're still here. We're right here. Okay, yeah. When we, when we was coming up, it was like there was no food really sometimes at the house, and a lot of times there was no lights. And so when I started out hustling, it was legit. I was rolling around all the neighborhoods with my lawnmower, cutting lawns and stuff, and, and just bringing food to the table and buying candles and kerosene for the kerosene lamp and gas for the generators and stuff like that. So And then when I got older, you know, it, it changed, like, when I was 15 and 14 and 16, I started uh, committing, like, first-degree burglaries, um, and I got charged with um, 14 counts, but at 16, they said I did my crime like an adult, so they charged me as an adult under Proposition 21, saying my crime was like an adult, but it was nonviolent, and nobody got hurt, and I never broke in, I just entered, I just used I just went in where wherever it was open at. So and then they said, uh, well, we're gonna give you fourteen years, we'll have time for that and two strikes because I had a, a public um um public defender instead of a lawyer. If I would have had a lawyer I would have did like three. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. That's so, right. you know, I take from the situation because while I was in there, uh, I got my G D, I graduated, um uh, and I started tutoring people on their math and trying to learn a little, a tiny bit of different languages. Like, you know, you got different races that's locked up in there, you know, not just people from America, but you got people from Cuba in there and you got people from, uh, you know, Asia and stuff like that. So I was just trying to um, take in different things. And also I was a scare straight counselor for three years. I was helping to redirect the kids that was, you know, Walking on the same path that I walked on, mm-hmm. and trying to redirect them and make sure and let them know like this ain't the place to be. This is not the place to come. The decisions you're making now they're really going to affect your future. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it, like I, I was trying to get them to see like the choices you make. Uh, you know, it, it really can affect your future in a good way or a bad way. So 
you really got to think about what you're doing. And a lot of them, I tell them, like, you know, just stick with the school. You know, I, even though I was um, hustling out there on the street, but I separated that from school. Like, like I really was uh, in school, you know, I'm going to keep it real, for the honeys. But <laughs> I ended but but I but I was doing my work though. I had right. like three. I, I was, they couldn't believe it. Like, oh, you got a three point seven five. That's why they deemed me as thinking like an adult because I was smart. Like I had a three point five, three point seven five, and on the honor roll in eleventh grade I was four point zero. So and I didn't get to finish. So I finished up while I was in there. I took college courses and correspondence courses while I was in there. Different um, different courses like philosophy. Um, self-awareness, uh, oceanography, um, psychology, sociology, just all kinds of different um, things. I took. That that is beautiful. Wow. It is truly a testament that that it, it doesn't matter really what happens in your life. It matters what you do with your life. And that's truly, right. uh, I hear, and that's what the spirit that I got from you when I met you, regardless of whatever had happened in your past, was somebody that's who right. was living in the present and living in the now and truly trying to uh, better yourself. And it, and it sounds like that, like you said, everything happens for a reason. Whatever that reason was. Yeah. It, it, it comes to light when it's the time, and and I, I always say that that when the when a student is ready, the teacher appears, and that and that's what yeah. that's what I hear in you, and that's that's beautiful. That's really beautiful, Joe. Yeah, but hey, the, the, oh, excuse me. The pastor, I was when I was at church today. The pastor was like, uh, he was talking about how people try to down you. He said, well, somebody might have called you ugly, but you know what? He said, God thinks you're beautiful. Somebody might have said that you're never gonna make it. The pastor said they told him he never gonna make it. He shouldn't go to college. He should work at Burger King and McDonald's or something. And he, you know, he went on to college, got his PhD, and now he's a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So he was like, and I really took from that, like, yeah, and I, I, cause I'm hungry, like, and and every time I say that, everybody's like, well, go get something to eat. <laughs> not that type of hunger. <laughs> yeah, it's not that it's not that type of hungry. I'm not looking for food. I'm yeah. looking, I'm I'm looking to get something that's gonna nourish my mind. You know, I'm hungry for to 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 just grasp my dream and just take it as a feast and just you know fulfill myself with it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Well, and why don't we lead right on into your first piece you're gonna do with that, Joe? Um, uh, my my first piece is the one that I that I shared with you that you want me to share. It was called Our Worlds Combined Redefined. Uh, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. My satellite within homed in on your energy, close in vicinity mentally but distant physically. Venus and Mars seem light years apart. I will journey afar to be orbited by my star. Without her, gravity would cease to exist. My world pulled into a black hole caught in the abyss. I find peace surrounded by her atmosphere. Our love overcapacitates the hemisphere. Our passion connects as rapid as light is. Seldom that men ever get to take a flight here. I'm here indulging in the Milky Ways between her silky legs, taking her where a woman never been before. As we explore the worlds and kiss the surfaces, leaving impressions that brand themselves permanent. 20,000 leagues deep within her marines, tasting the ravines, thoughts become cuisines that touch me so uniquely. Universal serenity that can bring world peace if truly comprehended. 
and instituted within one's ambitions and fitness. Her mind is a forest, which becomes my fortress. Her smile is the handles of Messiah chorus. It doesn't matter if she's a Leo, Libra, or Taurus, non-sorted, non-horrid, just complete soarin'. Assurance, love with infinite endurance, making love in the purest fashion, curing the past clashes with a peak of your smile and a flicker of your lashes. Our past pain becomes ashes blowing into the blackness as we move on to feeling fantastic. I love you with all that I have within. My entire world belongs to you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do a joke. That, that's beautiful, man. That, that's what I'm talking about. And, and to our infinite love listeners, that right there is Joe Keller bringing you some spoken word. It, it, it's beautiful. I mean, how they go together. Words come together like a matrix. And when you can do it like that, Joe, that's not just, that's a talent. That's what it is. Hey, you know. <laughs> Uh-oh, you know, I'm hearing oh, I hear Bilal, I hear Bilal. You, you, you heard in the background, my wife had to had to give us some some, some more inspiration. I said, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I love, I love Bilal, man. He's a, he's, a, he's a great poet. If you listen to one of his songs called Love Poems, it's pretty good. Because that's one thing I do, too, is sing and stuff like that. So I know exactly, I, I sing that song sometimes when people ask me to sing. I say, okay, well, I'm going to sing this love poems for you. Now, now, Joe, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say some names, and you just say a word that comes to the top of your head. Uh-oh. You ready for this? Yeah. B I G. Uh, notorious. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> uh, Nas. Oh, hot, hot. Jungle Brothers. Man. Huh? Jungle Brothers. Jungle Brothers. Uh, now, uh, I mean, I got to get up on that hype because I okay. haven't really got up on uh, it yet. Erica Badu. Oh, man, smooth, talented, just, you know, man, touching Neptune. Uh, Gil Scott Heron. Oh, uh, oh how you, what you know about that? Come on, man. Come on, baby. Pieces of a man. Come on. Come on, man. man. Hey, you know who you're hey, talking to. Hey, we vibe hey, now, now, that's one of the rawest dudes. To spit it raw and not only just about what's happening in the world, but he's talking about everything from economics to politics, and and a lot of people really need to get up on him. I I got put up on him by OG. That was my celly in prison. He he got locked up when he was 16, too, but in 1972, and Uh he's still in there. He's been there ever since. Wow! Oh my! God. Oh man! Uh, just a, a beautiful, beautiful man. You you gotta you gotta hear what he's got to say. Everybody out there in blog, man, and that's Gil man. Scott Heron. Yeah, don't don't get it twisted with Jill Scott because everybody be yeah. doing that. <laughs> it's Gil Scott Heron. He said Gil Scott. Now listen to this, Joe. Will you share with with our listeners some of the neo soul um, names you told me about the other day when we were talking about music? Oh yeah, like um um. Let's see, Vivian Green. Heather Headley, Jaguar Wright. Um, you gotta slow down. We wanna write these down. Hold on, just a second, y'all. Oh, okay. You got Bilal. You got Dwele with D W E L E. You got Guapale. You got um um. Let's see. Did I say Bilal already? Oh, you got Kendra yeah. Family Soul. You got uh CeeLo. He he dabbles in that some. Music Soul Child. You got, uh, let's see. Uh, are you, uh, Society Rahim. of Soul? Huh? Society of Soul? 
I haven't heard that yet. That's that. That's that. Uh, that Goody Mob. That whole CeeLo. Um, uh, I heard you say CeeLo. That's why I said that. Yeah, you, man. Keep coming with them. I'm gonna tell you who's ill. Uh, a soulful um, hip hop artist. Uh, he died of uh, lupus in about 2005 or mm-hmm. four, somewhere around there. His name Jay uh, Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla, no question. I got him right Dilla. here. I got him right here on the iPod as we speak. One of the best, yeah. baby. No question. Yeah, and his, his brother is raw too. Illa J. Ah, okay. I'm gonna have to oh. check Illa, that one out. Yeah, Illa J. Yeah, and then we you got Nicole. music when we get off this radio show. Yeah, I got a lot of people. Matter of fact, I got a lot of people. You got Nicole, you got Blue and Exile, you got uh, Kids in the Hall, you got Wale, um, um, most most deaf, Talib Kweli. Yeah. Talib Kweli. Um, <laughs> That's it. That's, I, know. I, I know a lot of, a lot. Oh, you got Out of the Bay Area, you got Tyson. And, but he spells it like Tyson, T Y S O N, but it's called Tyson. You, you got okay. Bill, Bill the Funky Homo Sapien. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it's a, it's a lot of conscious minds in the Bay, like for real. Because you got people still on the um, Panther movement. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's really uh, it's really taken to a whole another level now because they're really about trying to help the community and. They always been about that, but it's like really on a whole other level about education and being educated about where you come from, your ancestry, your origins, and stuff like that. No question wow. about it. Check this out, Joe. Drop another hot piece on everybody, including ourselves. Go ahead. Okay, this one I call my destiny, and I met this lovely young woman. Um, Quit smiling, Joe. Quit smiling. I can hear you smiling. Come on now. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I am cheesing. Uh, I'm showing my mozzarella stick right now. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's called My Destiny, and I I met her, uh, like, um, at the state fair. Um, let's see. Hold on. And it goes like this, because her name is Destiny, so I call it My Destiny. And just, she was just gorgeous and six foot three. Like six foot two or five ten, five ten. Yes, yeah, she says five ten because <laughs> she's right here. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, let's see. It goes like this: smile like crystal gems, long limbs with milky chocolate, silky skin, atmosphere colored black hair, majestic stature as she stands there. Her lips are as smooth as peach juice. Tasting like freshly squeezed fruits. Her sexy piercings causes my spirit to cling, revealing my inner being. My heart has no safety net. She treats me like I have a tasty neck. We get lost in crazy sex. I move on, my queen, like I'm playing chess. She makes me feel amazing and blessed. My spirit becomes an F-16. She makes me feel like a crush at 16. Staying on the phone till all odd hours. We kiss each other's body in hot showers. Dripping wet with passion that we cannot dry off. She relaxes my mind and heals my soul without Tylenol. 
She is my chiropractor, my medical doctor, my sexual partner, my intellectual cobbler. Filling my mind with nourishing wisdom. She is the queen of my kingdom, the apple of my eye, the scented candle in my night. Making my path ever so clear as I kiss the lobes of her ears. Why you cry, I kiss your tears. I am the safety guard from your fears. No nightmares when I'm here. My position is concrete as you as your better half. And all that is left to say is I do an exchange wedding band. Wow. Oh my Checkmate, <laughs> Joe, checkmate. Oh my goodness. That was off the hook. Wake She's up, a lucky world. lady, Joe. Because we about to bring you some more of it. <laughs> I like how she kicked that Valawa in too after that. Because we about to bring some more of it. That's shining star. We thank you for joining us, Joe. We can talk to you all day, but we got to do the rest of our show. So we're going to take you back again in the future. So what? I said, we're going to have you back again in the future. We could talk to you all day, but we got to finish out the show. The spoken word is fantastic. Everybody, that right there is Joe Keller. You can always uh, email us. We can send you his way if you need anything from Joe. Joe, again, we will talk to you soon. We appreciate all the love that you're spreading on the airways from the spoken word, man. Have a blessed day, and we will talk to you soon. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you guys had me, and I I appreciate y'all, man, for real, everything. You know what I'm saying? I miss y'all energy. I miss seeing y'all. I hope I see you see you soon. You know I'm ready to train. Let's get let's get it. Let's get there it. it is. <laughs> Much respect. Thank All right. you, y'all. See you later. All right. Hey everybody. Um, we're gonna jump right on into beauty and fashion. Hey, y'all, got a real treat for everybody in the beauty and fashion lifestyle segment. Of course, my lovely wife is introducing something new for everybody. Her 60 Seconds with Jackie on beauty, fashion, and, of course, lifestyle. Okay, you guys, it's my first time now. My husband gave me this job to do, so I'm going to handle this, okay? I don't know. I'm kind of, like, tripping off that segment we just that done, though. Hot. Oh, let me have a glass of Hennessy. Hold up. Uh-oh. Okay. Ready? No. That I'm was quick. Saying, I'm just kidding. That's right. Okay. In the world of beauty, I have to share with you guys about Vaseline. We received a bunch of emails after we talked about it on one of our shows, and I cannot reiterate enough how good the product really, truly is. Everybody was asking, really, tell us more about it. It not only combats dry skin, you guys, but it also gives your skin a radiant glow. It's a unisex product, so it's good for your entire family as well. So men and women can use it. In fashion, right now is a great time to bargain shop, folks. You can get a heck of a great deal out there almost anywhere you shop. Not only does the economy have a lot to do with it, the summer is about over. So they are closing out all the great deals as of late. And if you like fashion and you're not worried about seasons and so on, don't it doesn't even matter. You can wear it whenever you want. But don't ever wear white linen slacks in the winter, you guys. That's a no-no, okay? You can't wear white in the winter. And there's no such thing as winter white. Lifestyle. If you find yourself tired, lethargic, or just plain unmotivated, it's time to shut it down, y'all. That's right. Just take a nice hot shower, close the blinds or curtains on your windows, and climb into bed. You can turn on your favorite TV show if you like, but no surfing the net and no talking on the phone. It's time to chill out. It's some you time, okay? So treat yourself. And I'm going to tell you, for the last week and a half, I've been accused of all kinds of things because that's what I've been doing. I've just been shutting it down, like right about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Just tired, you know, emotionally drained. And that was Jackie's 60 Seconds on Beauty, Fashion, and Lifestyle. Oh, that was 59.6. <laughs> 
Okay, and guess what, people? Instead of our weekly poem, okay, instead of us reading it to you, we're going to play it for you. And I have something real special for you guys, and I'm just so, so, I'm so hurt. It was, um, well, I'll have to let you guys check it out next week, but I'm going to let you hear our poem. Instead of um, reading it, we're going to play it for you. Wake up, world, because we about to bring you some more of it. A shining star, here to break you off a bar. And my name is <laughs> Bilal, beloved, intelligent, lustful, and living it. You know what I mean. And basically, I just came to put a little paint where it ain't. Do the women what most men, most music can't. This album, oh boy. This love, internationally known, locally accepted. Better known as Pimpin' Lejour. What better way to make your man insecure? Now pop your collar to that. Now ladies, unwind. Feel a motion of a man. I'm like warm lotion on your back. Damn, now that feels good. What better way to sweat, stay wet, than to tune in to some of this? Universal, you know what it is. It's platinum, baby. Now let's do this. Wake up, world. Wow, baby, that was lovely for sure. And in this week's questions and comments, we got some thoughts. We got it all from the listeners. What you got for me? Oh, my God. Doug and Jackie, are you guys going to write another book? As we read your first one, and we loved it in our interest for a sequel. That's David in Manhattan. And the answer to that, David, uh, see you on the call line, is absolutely. We just don't know when we're going to have enough time, though. We just got done with the big undertaking and stuff like that, and we're moving into another phase of life and so on and so forth, but we definitely have it on the burner to uh, make it happen. No question about it, baby. Uh, coming in at number two, Jackie, I've seen pictures of you in your bootay. It's <laughs> really round. How did you get it like that? Do you work out a lot? Nita from San Francisco, Northern Kalalaka. No, I actually think it's hereditary. I think all of my sisters have big bazonkatonks, and my daughter actually irritates me because she teases me about it, and now she's been blessed with the same problem. Uh Uh-oh. So, no, I think it's hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) Next is, guys, can you tell me what's the name of the resort you guys always talk about going to in Jamaica as I'm taking my girl and her friends and my friends? And that's Jonathan in Washington, D.C. Baby, I'll let you say. They are lucky. Who is it? Uh man, I, it's been so Half long. Moon. I was I was coming with it, yeah, man. I was coming, I was coming. Half Moon Bay, check it out, Jamaica, no question about it. Do you guys ever have a big fight and think you would call it quits? As my wife and I, or my wife, wants to end it with me over a huge argument that we had about her family being in the business. And the only thing that I can say to that is, uh, no, it's not an option. Hey. No, seriously, no, you guys. You see, you can tell that I'm having really, like, hot fingers on this music box today. I'm having a good time being a DJ. But, no, um, you just, you know, when you get married, you just don't leave an option for that. And even when you're not married, when you're in a relationship, you got to try to make up your mind what you're trying to do. That guest we had on earlier was fantastic because, you know, he's been through a lot of adversity through his life. And you see, you know, by not giving up where you can end up being and now he's you know a few steps away from probably one day making it to the nba so you know 
That's right. Just don't don't give up on your relationship is what I would say. And we're gonna jump. We have so much more to talk to you guys about, but you know we gotta we gotta get to that very special place that we just love going to every show. And you guys know what that is. You know what I'm setting this up for, don't you? But I can't do it without this. Hey, 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 once again, you already know when you hear that music, what time it is, it's time to get hyped, it's time to do dang thing, and we're going to bring in the one, the only, Wizzle. Wizzle, are you blogging in, in the land of blog talk? I am Wi-Fi, baby, I am sky high, I feel great. There you go. <laughs> well, Wizzle, we're we going to jump right in, 15 million guaranteed Steven Strasburg. Major League Baseball. He was introduced to the Washington Nationals. Too much for a young kid. What do you think? For a young man, uh, actually, just to be honest about it, he's a one heck of a pitcher. If he had any chance or opportunity to check out any of his any of his games and and the, the opportunities he had at the mound, he really, really knows what he does. He's got command. He's got some great stuff, and he pitches the ball uh, in the nineties on re- on the regular. So uh, he's a good guy. He's very, very nice. Just don't want to get hit by a fastball. Now, the Yankees and the Red Sox are in for a three-game series at Fenway. The Yankees took game one. They are now seven and a half games over the Boston Red Sox after the largest scoring game in this rivalry, Whistle Yankees 20, Boston 11, A-Rod 4 for 4, Hideki Matsui 2 home runs. Uh, Big Poppy says from here on out, these are must-wins. What do you say about this series and, and what, what's going to happen to the, to the Red Sox? Because they got the, the, the Rays. They are right on their tail, but the Yankees look to be running away with it. What do you think here? I don't know. Could it be the loss of Manny? Uh-oh. I don't know. It's an afterthought. Let's just be honest about it. It seems like they've lost their swagger. They've they've lost their way, and they don't. You got to in order to be the best. You got to feel like you're the best. And obviously, you can watch them play. Their body language is down, and uh, maybe they need to shake it up a little bit and, and trade a couple people away and make people realize how serious it is because they are in jeopardy of watching the pennant this year. No question about it, and I think you hit it on the head, Whistle. I, I, that, that right there, everybody in blog talk, the, the, the Whistle just hit it. You lose Manny, uh, Manny, obviously you lose the hair, you lose the swagger, you lose the swing, and all of a sudden you're getting the crap beat out of you by the Yankees, and that is not a good thing in a series like that. I just want to send a shout-out. Mariano Rivera, 37 saves. Man, is, is he just the steadiest Whistle? I mean, no one I think he flies under the radar. No one really gives him his props, but he just closes the games out and makes sure that the Yankees, if they're in a position to win, he doesn't blow too many saves. Well, you know what? He's actually one of the better athletes in the world, and uh, we're talking about in terms of you got to uh, look at how professional a guy is. Whatever he's doing, it works tremendously well for him. He's uh, going to go down as the best closer at all time and a first-time uh, ballot guy for the Hall of Fame. So, uh, hey, I- I'm with you. Manny is the shizzle, devil. There it is. Whoop! There was a lightning bolt. Boyaka, Boyaka. Hussein Bolt, world champions, three gold medals, two world records, and just missed a four by one hundred relay whistle. Uh, we're talking. I don't even really know what to say right here. I mean, uh, world record in the hundred nine point five eight two hundred nineteen point one nine four hundred. 37.31, they were 21 hundredths of a second off of the world record. What do you say about Mr. Boyaka Boyaka? Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Hey, now, uh, now we're looking is- is good. The mount is very good. And, and and people, if you checked out that race, the the race where uh, the relay, look at the time that he ran in his split. Those are the type of things you got to look at the intangibles of what he brings. We're talking about pretty much the fastest man who's ever ran. I'm talking about we could take footage of Jesse Owens. Mm-hmm. We could take Ben Johnson on steroids, Carl Lewis, mm-hmm. and anybody else you want to name and line them up, and he will come out far in front. So, hey, you guys need to recognize game. We're talking about a legend. Now, now, Wizzle, yeah, man, listen to me, man. The man crossed the line, pounding on his chest. That means that he didn't run all the way through. So these world records are, they can, he can step that game up if he ever just stays in the zone all the way through, don't you think? That means the man pound upon his chest. It means the man have more. There it is, no question about it. Well, at 16, Wizzle, now this is the question that that I want to know from you. At 16, he ran a 445 seconds. That is world class. The world record is 43. Now, do you believe that he's having so much fun in the 100, 200, and the 4 by one Will he go for that 400 at some time in the near future, maybe a couple years from now? I think that that's going to be a challenge that comes up to him, and if he wants to go down as, one of the best, obviously, the one of the best sprinters. That would be the, uh, the 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 course that he wants to take. But personally, I think he he should go for it, and I think that he could possibly be the first man to break thirty nine nine or something like that. You know, wouldn't that be interesting? Oh my goodness, that would just be the scariest thing I think that anybody has ever seen. Hussein, Yaman, when you see me in Jamaica, holla, respect, yes sir. Now, Wizzle, college. Football rankings. I want to know who is going to be the national champion, who is going to be holding that crystal. Florida, number one, first place votes in B.C. history. They are 96.7% of the first place votes. Texas comes in at number two, Oklahoma three, USC four, and Alabama, Crimson Tide, comes in at five. Is any one of those five teams going to win a national championship? And if so, who is it? Obviously, uh, those teams have the most ping-pong balls in. Uh, you know, I, I'm personally biased. I think that Alabama really has something to prove. Uh, they came up short last year. Uh, they suffered a, a huge loss. Uh, it was a timely loss, but it was a loss that sometimes comes with, you know, you got to have mistakes to gain wisdom. And so uh, I'm looking for uh, for Bama to come on out and uh, to get it in. I would have to agree with you. I'm I'm really on the on the line with USC, but I think at the end of the year it's going to be USC Alabama, which I think is going to be a fantastic football game. No disrespect to Florida, Texas, and Oklahoma. You had your run last year. I think you guys got great teams, but USC Pac-10 Alabama Crimson Tide. That's going to be one heck of a game. First preseason game, Brett Favre, he is back. Minnesota, West Coast offense, of course, he is familiar with that after 12 seasons as a cheese head up there in Green Bay. Now, uh, Adrian Peterson, just a dominant back, but you know who really, with this whole Brett Favre thing, that really just draws me in is Percy Harvin, who is a rookie, and he is from uh, Florida, but I, I think with his speed, if Brett, you know, obviously Adrian Peterson opens up the running game, all of a sudden you give this thing to Percy, and he can do some things. What do you think about Brett in Minnesota? I obviously believe that it can pay off, but the biggest question, and I think it's a question that every true football fan should have, is what's that What's the extent of that rotator cuff? Is he going to have the same snap on the ball? 
Is that ball going to have swagger on it? Is he going to be throwing strikes every time? Because we're known, you know, for seeing a Brett put, his, put, his, put the ball up in a in an awkward position and just put his cup in. That rotator cuff is exposing problems. Like I think that it's huge. Uh, so really, the two years, twenty five million for Brett is big. You know what I'm talking about? It's big bucks, man. You can't leave that on the table. And you know what? Yeah. Tavares Jackson, if his rotator cuff doesn't work, he looked great. Wizzle, what do you think about him? Trade bait, future? What, what's happening with Tavares Jackson? I obviously like that. Uh, they needed somebody in with Tudelich uh, who had some game, who obviously knows the ropes and at, at the quarterback position, and Brett Favre would be perfect, uh, at least to show the guys and be the locker room guy. So, uh, you know, I think that everything worked out for the best. Well, I'm looking for my New Jersey, Michael Vick. That's right, green is my favorite color, baby. Thursday at the Jags, uh, what do you see here from Mike Vick? They say they're going to let him go. I think that Mike Vick's going to really look good. I think first and foremost he's going to surprise people because, uh, I've, I've you know, just assessing the guy's body. Uh, Doug, we wouldn't, I'm sure you know, we got it in a little bit today. So we, we take pride in body and, and really the type of movement that you that you need to have as an athlete for your particular uh, genre. So uh, with that being said, I believe that Mike is fully ready to get out there and, and to, to pretty much take off where he left off with a little bit more wisdom and, and, and some a little bit more insight on the game. I think he'll be more patient, and I think he will take uh, what he's given a lot more and just make the, job, make the game easy for him because, you know, the best players make the game easy. And you make the game easy because it's, well, it's taking less off of you, and that's good sense. No question about it. Anybody out there in Blog Talk Land, I'm a double XL. Uh, I would like to I'll take the black jersey personally. You can send it right to us, email us, whatever you want to do. Now, the world's most exciting athlete, Whistle, you got Tiger, you got Michael Phelps, you got Kobe, you got LeBron, LeBron you got Hussein Bolt. Who is it? Uh, you also got to throw Maniera uh, Rivera in there. Uh, Mayo is really, really nice. He's super professional. He's very efficient, and he pulls high numbers. So uh, uh, right now, I'm going with Usain Bolt in a big way because first and foremost, let me understand what you need to know. The fact is that the fastest man on the planet has always been respected. And to be the fastest man on the planet, what's he, 23, 24 years old? I'm looking for things out of this man. I, I believe that he can set some records. Uh, you know, every record is meant to be broken, but if you can put it out there where, it's, uh, it, where it breaks generations and lifetimes, I'm talking about about 100 years or so, uh, I think he's pretty special. So, And that's what it comes down to. Yeah, man. Everybody in blog talk, man. You talk about Hussein Bolt, you speak with a Jamaican accent, or man, don't speak. Okay. Now, NFL holdouts, Whistle the Bills, defensive end, Aaron Mabin signs five years, $25 million. 49ers wide receiver, Michael Crabtree, Cincinnati offensive tackle, Andre Smith. So we have Michael Crabtree, Andre Smith. Who do you think signs first, and who is the, who's the bigger one for the team? Who needs these players, uh, the 49ers? or Cincinnati? Uh, obviously, uh, Cincinnati needs everything that they can have. But, hey, for the, no, this, we're, just, we're being honest because they're, they're going through some tough times. I know that Chad looked good on his field goal in this punt uh, or in his, his, the kickoff, but the, the point is, is that they got rid of one of their key pieces. I'm glad he came to Seattle. Who's man's there? Who's your mama? And, uh, you know, it, it, it's just 
interesting the way that things go down. So with that being said, Mr. Crabtree and Frisco, we're talking about big playability, big-time receiver. He, hey, he has an ego. He felt like he should be taken in, in front of, and he felt like he deserved certain, certain money. Well, hey, that's the kind of ability that, that he's about to bring to the table. A lot of uh, questions that are, are unanswered, and I think that he's going to answer them. No question about it. Wizzle, last but not least, I'm going to give you six QBs. I want to know who's going to have the best season this year. Carson Palmer, Cincinnati. Mark Bolger, St. Louis. Matt Castle, KC. Jason Campbell, Washington. Tom Brady, New England. And Vince Young, Tennessee. Who do you think out of that group is going to have the best season this year? I'm going to go with Tom Brady, and I believe that, uh, just being honest, he's got all the tools in place. He's uh, he's hurt. He, he, he he missed a year, so if you can think about that in terms of not getting hit, he's fresh. Uh, yeah, he has to deal with the demons of injury and, and trying to trust his, his legs and his limbs again. But the fact is that he has a team that came off of pretty much uh, arguably one of the best teams of all time that was trying to get an undefeated record. Let's not forget that. And they've uh, put some key components around him. Also, if you, for you fantasy players, keep an eye on Drew Drew Brees down there in New Orleans. He's hot. He's uh, he's had a rocket for the past few years, and he's uh, they flew under the radar pretty much. So uh, they they pull some big numbers down there with Colston and uh, and and a lot of rookie receivers who they have. So keep your eyes out, pay attention to your stats, and know what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Well, Wizzle, we really truly appreciate all your insight into the world of sports, man. Until next week, same time. Same station, man. Mashed yam, rice, peas, carrot, and jerk chicken. Excuses. Hey, you guys, we had a wonderful time. As you see, we had a cold, cold spoken word artist on the show today. We also have my lovely and the best, and still reigning champion, spoken word artist, Cousin Douglas. We also had the Wiz on here talking sports. And until next week, we want you guys to all be safe, have a wonderful weekend, and follow up week. Peace. Let me explain. Temperatures rising, and your body's hurting for me. Like you're